Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Look, I'm an idiot. Low IQ, low test scores. But... Let's just use this metaphor. I break into someone's house. I take them physically, throw them out of the house, barricade myself in. I own the house. But let's say I burn down the house. Everybody in the house is dead. Then what? What do I have? Nothing, honey. And in my middle school kind of way, I'm sitting here watching this destruction in Ukraine thinking, what the hell are they doing here, man? What's the end game? So what's your plan? Use vacuum bombs? Bomb Ukraine into the Stone Age? Then what? Then you're a conquering hero? What the hell's that? Everyone's dead. Everything's done. Everything's broken. Then what? Who wins? Do you lose? I can't figure it out because I'm an idiot. So I had to grab the best. Colonel Jeff McCausland, CBS analyst who actually commanded a battalion in combat. So he knows this. He knows this stuff. And I'm so grateful he's here. Good morning, sir. How are you? Hey, Marty, I got to start off by disagreeing with you, okay? You are not an idiot in the <laughs> metaphors you just described of burning down a house and then what, sadly, describes the situation pretty doggone well. So, so help me, sir. Because I can't wrap my arms around the end game here. I can't, man. What's the plan, sir? How do they win? Or can they? Well, they can't win. And, and the plan they had has proved false. I mean, the plan was based on any plan. I don't care if you're planning on a weekend with your family. You plan based on certain assumptions. The Russian plan had, I think, from Putin's perspective, two assumptions. Assumption number one, the Ukrainian military would collapse pretty quickly. And remember, before this all started... Even we said uh, they'll be in Kiev in two days. This is day eight, Marty. They're not any closer to Kiev than they were on day two. Uh, and second of all, he assumed that the Western alliance would fracture, the NATO would split, they would not be able to react. We'd show, throw a hissy fit, but once he was successful, things would kind of go back to normal. That ain't happened either. And in fact, we've seen extraordinary things done by the Europeans, which I think are somewhat eclipsed by the ongoing violence, but not only in the long term, perhaps even less or even more significant, what Germans have done now in terms of defense spending being one, only one example. So those were the assumptions that went astray. And then second of all, what was the purpose of the war? Well, the war had a purpose. It was not that Ukraine posed a military or a security threat to, to Russia. That was all baloney. 
What they posed was a threat based on the possibility that Ukraine would become a successful democracy and a successful market economy. And if it did that, then it served as an example as a large Slavic country on the border of Russia. The Russian people might say, wow, why can't we be like that? So it's not a threat to Russia. It's a threat to the regime. It's a threat to Mr. Putin. And now having his plan going astray, his assumptions proved totally faulty. Now Mr. Putin is faced with the ultimate problem, humiliation. I am being humiliated. And I can't go back to the oligarchs and suddenly announce victory because everybody would see right through that. And last but not least, one thing I learned about dictators, there's no retirement home for them to go off and play golf for the rest of their life when they leave office. And they know that. So here's what's confounding to me, because, man, what you're saying is so spot on. So what's his plan, man? Just bomb them into oblivion? Everyone's dead? Guys, then, then what? Then what? And, and by the way, Colonel, how do we stand by and watch that? He has a tactical plan and a strategic plan, unfortunately. His tactical plan is some kind of military success, inverted commas around that. The Russian military doctrine calls for three things. Surprise, speed, mass. That's what they really want to achieve. And I've studied the Soviet doctrine and the Russian doctrine, which evolved from that. And that has been what they have talked about for the last four decades. Well, they failed to achieve surprise. We watched them build up by commercial satellites. They didn't get that. They have not any way, shape, or form, achieve the speed they hoped for, expected they would, would get. And consequently, their logistics, which were planned for an easy victory, are totally inadequate for sustained war they're in right now. And thirdly, then they'll fall back on, on mass. They'll fall back on mass. By accounts of this morning, the Russians have fired 450 missiles at cities throughout Ukraine. They will keep that up. They will expand that. More missiles, more rockets, moving to cluster munitions, thermobaric weapons, and now we see their targeting, which initially was focused on military targets, shifting over to critical infrastructure, divide the population from the government, and then second of all, indiscriminate attacks against civilians and residential areas in an effort just to crush the will of the Ukrainian people. Yeah, but, yeah, but what happens though? They've done that before. Yeah, yeah, but they did that in yeah. Chechnya. They I, did that in Syria. And of course, what that means is you end up with a desert, and that's where the strategic failure for Putin is going to be. You may defeat the Ukrainian army. You might occupy this country of rubble. Congratulations. You better plan on keeping three or 400,000 soldiers on the territory of Ukraine to continue to fight an insurgency of 44 million people that may well go on indefinitely. Colonel, um, a lot of Americans like they get bowed up and say we need to initiate, we need to right now to put in a no-fly zone. Man, that could spell disaster, could it not, sir? A no-fly zone would be very, very difficult to do. First of all, you have to understand what that means. <laughs> that means you control the airspace. You declare we have air supremacy over this particular piece of airspace. If it flies, as we like to say, if it flies, it dies. If it's not one of ours, we're going to shoot it down. So that means U.S. NATO Air Force then engaging directly over the Ukraine against Russian aircraft. Number two, if you're flying over that airspace, and the radar locks on and the headset, your headset explodes with an alarm, which is what they do when you're locked on. you got to immediately take out that radar and take out that surface-to-air missile system that's about to take you down. Number two, all NATO countries are going to have to agree. Right. Because fighter aircraft would have to take off from where? They'd have to take off from the Baltic Republic. They'd have to take off from, from Poland, Romania. And so we are now really belligerents in this particular conflict. We'd have to position recovery aircraft 
close to the battlefield. So if a pilot went down due to ground fire or a malfunction, we could get him or her out of there if at all possible, possibly putting us then in confrontation with Russian ground troops. And last but not least, while that might eliminate Russian aircraft over Ukraine, it doesn't do anything for Russian missiles and rockets that are being fired either from Ukrainian soil against Ukrainian targets or from Russian soil against Ukrainian targets. And that's primarily what they're using. They're using, surprising to me actually, not as much uh, aircraft for close air support as they are artillery, rockets, and missiles. All right, I got to ask you something about emotion. And I know you know this, Colonel. Americans have locked into this on a personal level. Yeah. They didn't lock into 250,000 kids dead in Syria. They just didn't lock into a million citizens dead in Afghanistan and Iraq. Why are we locked into this on a personal level? Is it because they look like us, sir? Sadly, I think that's a lot of it. I mean, I remember I worked on the National Security Council staff in the White House during the Kosovo crisis, which now is about 30 years ago, or 20 years ago, I guess. In any event, we locked into the Kosovo in a big way. The people in the White House and the American people as a whole, one of the reasons they reacted, I thought, to Kosovo, I can tell you on a personal level, in the White House they did in the Clinton administration, is because we had not reacted to a genocide that had occurred just before that in Rwanda, in which hundreds of thousands of people were murdered indiscriminately, and we didn't react. And with that memory, then when it occurs in Europe, with people that sadly, that's true, Marty, look a lot like us, then we react. That's what's happening in the Ukraine. And, of course, the other thing about it is because of the nature of happening in Europe, it brings into question the NATO alliance. Americans identify with that, number two. And number three, this is the most transparent war in history. My goodness, we watched the Russians moving up and preparing to attack via commercial satellites. The Biden administration was talking about what was going on, but really most of the things they revealed, if you'd worked at it a little bit, you could have acquired through commercial means. It wasn't, you know, deep-seated secrets. And so this is the most transparent, the first really, truly Twitter war. As you watch video coming out of, of uh, Ukraine, an overwhelming number, seeing scenes that are occurring by the minute on the battlefield. Amazing stuff. Colonel, thank you. You're the best. It's very, My pleasure, Marty. Very, very emotional. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.